0: You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode, friend. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a five-star review, it really does help us out a ton. All right, you rock. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) All right, now I have a major, major question for you. I think it's gonna resonate very well. Does creating content and posting on Instagram overwhelm the crap out of you? you're just like freaking tired, right? There's so much that you feel like you have to be posting and you're just plain exhausted, like exhausted. You're over it. The algorithm, everything. You constantly are wondering if you should or shouldn't post something. Everyone always says to be personable. So like, should you share your dog or like, you just don't know, right? If I just described you and your mindset around Instagram or content creation in general, please do not go anywhere. Today, we have the talented Allie Williams on the show. And when I tell you that this episode is literally a free social media marketing coaching call, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not kidding. Allie speaks directly to your heart today and gives you a four-step plan to knowing what content to post on IG every day, week, and month. She breaks down four different content pillars that you can apply to any industry of business that you're in. She is I kid you not a fire hose of marketing gold. And if you skip this episode, I can guarantee that you will be missing out big time. And that's that's saying something because like it's my podcast, but like genuinely, you will miss out if you skip this episode. I am just personally going to listen to this episode when it comes out uh, with a pen and paper and pause and take notes. It's that kind of episode. So just buckle up and get ready. It's that good. (laughs) A little bit about Allie. She was raised in small-town Kentucky and got her start in marketing with sports marketing and Coca-Cola, so that's cool. After feeling called higher, she fundraised her way to a residential entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley when she was just 23. Since then, she has started multiple companies, worked in ministry at Propel Woman and Christine Kane Ministries, and is a nationally recognized digital strategist with her company, agency Malibu Social. She is a business mentor and podcast host focused on cultivating transformation in the lives of women, ready for more in life, faith, and business. So, you can probably see why we had to have her on the show. Today, Allie is just going to give you honestly just as much food for your business strategy as she does for your soul. Allie's incredible. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. Let's just get to the conversation.
1: Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Allie, welcome to the freaking podcast. This is going to be such a fun episode. I feel like everyone needs a pen and paper, but welcome
2: to the show, I guess, as a starting point. I am so pumped to be here. Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you for having me. And yeah, pen and paper is necessary. Guys,
0: buckle up. We are going deep (laughs) and wide, fast, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. You are going to blow every single listener's mind right now. Yes, it's going to be great. Okay.
1: Allie, for anyone who may not know you, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, a little bit of your story for just giving us, I guess, like the deets and a little like sip of tea of your life story?
2: (laughs) Yes. Okay. The tea. So, my name is Allie Williams. I am 26 years old, and I currently live in Los Angeles, California. I am a Kentucky girl, though, so um, did high school and college in Kentucky, and then I did a crowdfunding campaign to go to an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Um, I really saw a huge disparity in the opportunity, um, from my perspective, Um for women business owners in the Southeastern part of the United States um, compared to women on the West Coast or maybe in in New York. Um, And I just I just knew I I called it the permission slip. I was like, I feel like we don't have this permission slip. Um, So I went and, you know, this crowdfunding campaign supported me. All glory to God, honestly, got there, studied, learned so much. And since um, over the last three years have built multiple businesses, some startups. Um, So I I definitely have that tech flair. But now I own an agency and really just coach a lot of women where they are in their business um, and help them understand just the zoomed out perspective of you're building a legacy, you're building something really incredible, beautiful, a solution. um, And it doesn't have to all, you know, weigh on you with like, stress. I think so often business becomes stress if you don't have the right perspective. So that is me and I love it and I am so pumped to just keep growing. Mm. Uh,
0: Well, we are pumped to just chat with you. I'm so excited. I just can tell just from your heart, just even with that intro, like you have a really solid foundation, but then you're also like a freaking whiz uh, and <laughs> genius when it comes to social media, especially marketing. And so let's just like dive into all things social media and Instagram. Um, I guess to start off, a lot of our listeners consistently feel mega overwhelmed when it comes to knowing what to post on IG and how much time it takes up then to basically get like zero traction, right? Thank mm-hmm. you, algorithm. So <laughs> Ali, my question is, how do you consistently come up with unique, fresh content to post to your audience?
2: Yeah. Okay. Such a common question. Such a big loaded question and one that weighs really heavy on the hearts of people who are creating and business owners. And so um, one, I just want to start with like a deep breath. So breathe in breathe out. If you're driving right now, if you're sitting, whatever it is, I want you to really consume this understanding that we're going to really look at this from like a bird's eye view. Um, And you're going to understand that it's not this like huge issue that is like on you that you can avoid. And that needs to be perfect. But it's actually just something that every single day is going to create 1% of change that's going to get you where you want to go after decades, after, you know, scores, whatever that is. Um, so really like kind of put that mindset on with me because so often we're like worried about like, Oh my gosh, do I put my boyfriend on my story or my dog? Or like, can I talk about personal life or business? No, we're going to put all of that to the side today. And I really want you guys to be able to just get excited. Um, there's a reason you started your business. There's a reason you have this dream. There's a reason you're listening to this podcast and you are allowed to talk about it in a holistic and collective wholesome way. So that's what I'm going to help you guys with today. If you are sitting somewhere where you can like grab a pen and a paper, then I actually think that's a great idea. If not, totally fine. Listen, revisit. This could really, really help you. Um, So as I'm posing questions, pause let yourself have some space to answer the questions. Um, You know, open up a note on your phone and kind of go along because these are some cornerstones that you can really lean into when creating content. So we're going to start with the why. So if you're having like a freeze, I don't know what to post. Posting is a burden. I hate this. That's really fine. I just want to like validate your feelings. It's fine. I do it for a living. I have those feelings plenty, but When you remember your why, it makes it a lot easier. So we're going to first start with the phase. This is first phase of four that I'm going to take you through and and really looking at the creation of content and, and letting it be something that's living and breathing and growing with you and your business. So I want you to define your why. So it all starts with a feeling. You probably felt a feeling when you got the idea, when you started the business, you felt it over and over. There are days where you don't feel a feeling. It's not so good, but you always come back to that magic and there's reasoning for it, right? And then the product of what you're doing, I bet you hope creates a little bit of magic in the person you're serving. So for that, I want you to really get in the zone and find that feeling. And we need to write it down. Like, what is our goosebump zone? I always call it like the ballpark. Like, where is the ballpark where we can hit a home run? We need to know where the ballpark is, right? What does it feel like? What's the magic? Write it down. Then from there, we can like use the feelings. Feelings are cool, but what, like, what do we do with them, right? Like, we can't like slap a, a price tag on a feeling. We we slap you know a price tag on an offering that creates and cultivates a feeling. But what does it mean? So define the meaning of how you're serving someone, of what your business is, of how you're showing up. What does it mean? And that can be to you, to your customer. Everyone kind of thinks about it in a different way. So I want to give you creative license in that. And then the last part is finding the words for your why. Your feeling really created that fire, right? the meaning when you gave the feeling a meaning when you finally feel like, like realize oh this is what i'm going to do or this is how i can go about it or this is what it could mean and how i could run with this idea yeah then you give it you know legs so your your why is really like that transportation that vessel that's going to really get you the places you're going no matter how your business evolves or you evolve so write down your why based on that feeling and the meaning you're giving it it can seem kind of woo woo it's not sit with these questions. And I promise you that things are going to come out. And if you're feeling like resistance and you're like, I don't know, give yourself space to feel it. Maybe you got to feel it for the first time, girlfriend. So that is your step number one. I want you to love your business. If you love your business, it can love you. If you love your clients, they can love you. If it is an obligation paying your bills and you just have to do it, oh, I have to do this, then how could you ever cultivate magic in it? Right? So Mm -hmm. anyway, Keep that in mind in the first step. Second step, this one's fun. So I want you to think about what the heck is happening in your business. I think a lot of times with marketing and with content, when you're looking at one post, it can be like, oh yeah, I just need to like talk about like what do I just throw some value at them? I don't know. People say that all the time. But look at what your business is. What are your revenue goals? How many people are you trying to serve this month? How are you trying to expand? What are you wanting to do in this quarter of the year? Get really clear on that. And you have a business plan, even if it's a quarterly plan, right? Like that is some kind of roadmap that allows you to then figure out, okay, this is what I want to communicate. Because if you have an offer, you want to talk about it, right? So then from there, we can break down what you want to offer, what your goals are and who and how you want to help them. And we can market to that. So kind of let it like have a body, right? Like I want to help this many people. I want to bring in this revenue. That's not dirty. That's beautiful, right? So from there, allowing yourself to figure out, okay, well, To do that, I need to do this many posts maybe, or I need to talk about this, or how can I do a fun challenge that brings people an interest in? How can I bless people with a Starbucks gift card because their engagement looked incredible and they look like an an ideal client? Figure that out. Let it have some legs again. Um, So getting that business plan super clear is going to really help your content because then it has a purpose. It's not just you talking about an airy idea. So business plan goals down. Do that however you usually would, but make sure you're revisiting it and you're clear on it because then when we go into step three, we're going to talk content pillars. So later in this episode, we'll go through some examples of how I do this. Um, but I always teach people I coach and businesses that I come in and help that there should be four types of pillars. And these are words that are thrown around a lot, like business brand pillars, all of those things, but just let these things kind of like ruminate. Okay. Viral, viral content, things that can go viral. Sounds really sexy. If it gets more attention than the things that you usually do, that counts as viral. Qualified, that's how I work. So think about how you can get a little bit more attention. Um, and these are often things that are, you know, very like low, um, low. They're easier to share more so. Like it's it's the white quotes. It's the things that go out, right? Figure out how you can ma- like make that more of your brand, but it works. Um, so those viral are very very powerful. Then stockable, viral gets attention. Stockable, oh, they're so fun because when they come to your page, then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of like obsessed with this. With whether it's a business or you, whatever it is, like they scroll through and they're like, huh, she's a cute little like voice, or I love that she talks about this, or what a great perspective, right? That kind of shows them and keeps them sticky on your page. The third one is educational. Cool. So, they found you because you did something viral. They're stalking you because you're interesting, educational, dang, that's when value matters. Here are 3 steps to do something that you've been craving to do and you don't know how to do. Boom. That's going to help them. And when they implement it, when they're, you know, cleaning their fridge or you know, onboarding a client or whatever that is, they're going to think of you. So we're really like wanting to add that value that comes from a place of like, I want to help you because that identifies a feeling within them when they're implementing it. And then the fourth one is human. Human is you. So whether you have a brand openly, you have you know your personal account, whatever it is that you're really thinking about while doing this exercise, it needs to be human. No one really cares about something that's not human when it comes down to it, because humans want love and we want to connect. So when they see another on the other side, things change. Connection on a new level is possible. So these are really fun types of content that remind them, no matter how many followers you have or what the heck your offer is, I'm a human and you are, and I'm really glad you're here. So those are our content pillars that I always abdicate for. So think about those. And just like noodle, give yourself some space to noodle. It doesn't have to be assigned like and perfect, but just think, okay, dream. What could that look like for you? And then assigning those to days. So I batch content like it's my job. It actually is my job. So I go through, <laughs> and it's such a blessing um, because I can like churn out, you know, sixty pieces of viral. I have a lot of practice, mind you, it doesn't have to be easy always. Um, And then assign those and know which days they go. And it makes it so much easier. The reason we have content pillars is because we can batch them with that specific mindset, um, you know, on like you can put your viral on and go find a zillion different contents or content pieces and um, quotes. And, you know, when you're human, like you can make TikToks or, or different reels that are going to make you like excited and and show your personality, um, and how witty you are, how cute you are, whatever that is. Um, but kind of allow yourself that space for creative. That's why we do those content pillars and then we assign them today. So we don't have to think about it because we are thinking about so many things, girl, you are like billing people, emailing, oh my gosh, did I pay that person? Oh my gosh, did they pay me? So many pieces of the puzzle when, you know, doing your business How in the world are you going to make, you know, another decision day in and day out? Like, oh yeah, I should put that one thing up. No. So you go Monday to Sunday, you figure out what do you want your person, your ideal follower to feel every single day they encounter you. And it doesn't matter how many likes it gets. I know people say that. I really mean this. It doesn't matter. Your Mm -hmm. business is not about your likes. It's just not. So think about what will they feel if one person feels it, then you win. But Mondays, what are they feeling? Tuesdays, what are they feeling? I will tell you, on Mondays, people are usually overwhelmed and need some motivation. On Tuesdays, people are a little bit more open. On Wednesdays, they are ready to like get the week over, but also they're a little coachable. They're a little ready for some wisdom. On Thursday, short form like information, tips, tricks, that's going to serve people. On Friday, people are ready to celebrate. On the more, like in the morning, they're like, I can do this. I'm dragging, but I can do this. What can you do with your business and your voice every single one of those days? Then adding Saturday and Sunday that's going to enhance their human experience if they encounter your content on your profile. Figure out that feeling and then figure out what kind of content from your pillars is going to serve them best in that. Is your Tuesday best for an educational video? That's a real awesome. Stick with it. Batch 10 of them for the next 10 Tuesdays. You don't have to think about it. Right, Mm -hmm. and set times in your calendar when you can really come back and and be inspired and creative. Um, and it's going to get, you know, when you're excited and create excited and creative when creating. There we go. Um, (laughs) they can tell you know, they can tell, even if I just made a, a, you know, typo with my mouth, like that made me human. And you probably like me more because of it. So stop, you know, being, trying to be perfect, trying to be everything, trying to show up in all the right ways, allow yourself to show up in the way you're supposed to. And with that, the content and those different types are going to really meet the people where they are. So those are four, it's a lot of information But it also, again, allows the process to have purpose instead of just like, you know, backstroking through your why, but not knowing what the heck it means. So hopefully that makes sense.
0: I, okay, one, hold on, one second. We warned people at the beginning of this episode (laughs) that it was going to be a doozy. I feel like the visual representation of what you just gave us was like a jack-in-the-box when you're like spinning it and then all of a sudden it pops out. That's literally, but but this was the best pop-out with the, you literally just like went on a 15-minute coaching call. You got this for free, listener. You are welcome. (laughs) (laughs) It really was like a coaching, like having
1: walked through coaching with you, Allie, this is that was a coaching call for free. It consolidated in 15 minutes.
0: (laughs) Well, like I am 1000% gonna listen back to this and do exactly what you'd be like, pause. Okay, I'm (laughs) ready.
2: Yes, good. Seriously. And yeah, I you know, we all create what we need. So it's so fun to share this here. whoever's listening, like I'm really honored because I sat with this. And a social media management business for two years, being like, what do I put up today? Mm-hmm. Ladies, <laughs> this is what you can put up and it's gonna help you a lot. So I yes. love sharing it. Thank you for letting me.
1: Oh my gosh, of course. Okay, well, Ali, let's talk maybe a little bit diving into the content pillars. You kind of explained what they are, but could you give us some specific examples for each one of the content pillars that people can tangibly like take away of, oh, this? could equal like a viral post, or this is, you know, a human post, like, does the dog and boyfriend go into the human or does it go into the viral? Like, do you want to kind of break that down for us? Yeah,
2: totally. Okay. So I am going to use like my personal content as an example, um, only because you can go look at it. So Mm -hmm. you can go, I use this all for my own. So go stalk it. You will be able to place what kind of pillar it is. Um, And let that remind you, it's very doable. So that being said, for viral, what I personally do is I have one, quotes, quotes from me personally, two, quotes from others that inspire me, that align with the mission that I have for my personal Instagram. And then three, I do have um, different like viral um, Bible verses or things faith-wise that really ground me. Um, So those are three things that I have found. Easily go viral. Um, For viral, this is like such a big hack. So listen to this and write it down. People like to talk about themselves, people like to be comforted personally, and people like to share things that identify with themselves, and they think might identify with others. It's just a subconscious truth. So for that, in viral, let it be something that someone can internalize and then share. So if it starts with, you can look on my profile, a lot of my viral quotes are you. It is literally a you know a formula for you can, you will, you are, you have got this, right? Um, but they're just reminders. And when someone reads it, they know that I'm talking to them. Right. And I, it's like this weird trade. They actually don't really think about me that much, but it's like, Oh, that's true. I'm going to share that. And that is how I get a lot of pieces of content to like 500, 600 shares. Um, I also have memes. So that's like a new part, but like, I love making memes. I have a lot of fun with it. And those get very, like are very shareable. So that's another viral thing. These are, all really don't have much to do with you. They have to do with them. They have to do with a current event that they identify with. So just know who they are and where they are. Um, Stockable. So stockable is, I love stockable. Stockable is probably my favorite one to create. So stockable is like half, Human, half educational. So you are adding value and you're showing who you are, but it's really not about you, right? They're just getting to see maybe your mannerisms or the way you process things. A good example for stockable on like mine would be uh, Trader Joe's haul. So I like, I love Trader Joe's forever and so with it I love to be able to like go live and you know show these are the things that are seasonal that are new like this is what I think about it does it taste good Mm, sweet it's pretty good actually I really like that that shows something that a lot of my followers have told me they really like that I did on stories just did it live saved it right onto my profile so you can go through so that was something I did for a long time something specific to what your like genre is, is definitely best. So if you're a photographer, unpacking your bag and saying like, this is the bag that I got. These are the things that I always have in my bag. You know, like when heading to a wedding, what are the things that I never leave my house without? Those kinds of things show you, show your personal process and then are going to add value to people. Um, And they'll watch the whole thing. Stockable is when you get to minute four of a video and you realize I just watched that entire thing. That was stockable (laughs) content. And even if it's not pertinent to you, but you wash it, it was stockable, right? So that's that one. Um, my like specific things that I teach on that are things um, a lot of the time faith-based. They are like informational of like places to go and travel and then like a lot of mindset stuff. I love to be able to talk about like the psychology of like why you're not showing up for yourself or, you know, who you actually are or, hey, here's a reminder. Right. That's my process reminding you who you are. And that is what I want people to feel in my personal profile, Um, educational tips. So we see a lot of educational in this space, um, but educational is going to be a listed out like long form in the, ca- the caption, but also through a reel or something else showing, you know, here are five ways to, like I just said, like psychologically um, overcome burnout, how to prevent burnout, how to um, pour into a client extra, how to go the extra mile, how to under promise over deliver, right? Figuring out how to do that and then figuring out your educational zones. So I really recommend staying to two. Um, you don't want to be an expert in everything. You want to be an expert in one thing and a human in everything. So figuring out what you're showing up in, for me, it is very much like mindset and your truth and like more motivation and then Bible. Those are two things that I can talk about freely that really respect my personal boundaries in sharing and they really serve my audience well. So that's where I and why I show up in that. So think about that. And then the last one is human. So human is... And everyone has a different prerogative on this. So whatever feels true to you is right. I'm not God. I can't tell you everything. So, you know, with social media stuff, like keep that in mind, you're going to know what your human is. Um, So some people like say, you know, you have to earn the right to know the name of my dog. Like, you know, over time, like you need X amount of followers and this and that. That's great. Um... That's their prerogative. So if you want to just be known as business or as you know a photographer, you will know the boundaries around that. But show that you're human no matter how you're showing up. If it's a personal profile, um, yes, show your boyfriend and your dog and your travel and a Q&A on X, Y, and Z. That's showing I'm a human hi, like I'm really good at this and I show, you know, value in X, Y, and Z, but like, I also go to Trader Joe's or I also, you know, like am this or that. So being able to like show them, I love with like showing the face, showing your face is very important. Um, my personal rule is every nine squares I'm there. So no matter what it is, no matter if it's my agency or anything else, like every nine, and sometimes it's different, right? But um, depending on the campaign and, and your initiatives, be able to show that you are human and that they are welcome. Um, and usually, your quirks and the things that you don't you don't like about yourself are actually the things that people on social media are like enamored with. So figure out what you're comfortable with sharing, um, and in human my one initiative is like showing the quirks that I might've been embarrassed about, right? Um, I don't, Joseph Campbell, he actually says like, where you stumble therein lies your treasure. And so in your social media, like I want you to have the boundaries that you need, but also understand that often, you know, the places that you might want to hide, the places you don't want to show up, those are the places that will set you apart and show that yes, you are human and you are lovely and they will be even more of a fan. So Mm -hmm. that's everything on that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel like I just drank out of a
1: fire hose. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good. it's
0: good. I know.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so good. I feel like there's so m- many different examples that you could give for content pillars, but it just comes down to like every person is different. Every brand is going to be different. Every person is marketing to a different person. Every person's business plan is different. Like this has to be a personal decision, but when you follow like every single one of those steps that you gave, you have a clear step-by-step, day-by-day map of your social media that gives you that like Capacity and that ability to like batch your content and to know what you're posting on certain days so that you know what type of content you need to keep creating and keep pumping out or repurposing or you know how to serve your audience because you know what feeling you're trying to give and what problem you're trying to solve. Like, I feel like there was just six months worth of coaching, which I know like probably was in that like entire conversation. So, I would just want to encourage listeners, like repeat this episode multiple times and yeah. pause it and take notes and pause it and like work on one step at a time. Like Ali was saying, you don't have to do everything at once, but it's a little bit like day by day, a little bit like one step at a time. So go through one step at a time, everything that she was just saying, one content pillar at a time, like start creating your content map and your strategy. And this, having this like game plan and the strategy is how you're able to create content easily because you're not wasting mental energy, like trying to figure it out every time you sit down to like create.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think I don't want to hear any excuses from anybody listening to this episode now <laughs> and be like, I still don't know what to put. Like, girlfriend, did you listen to her? <laughs> <laughs> My sassy Lindsay's coming out. But even Ali and you describing all of your four content pillars and your personal examples, even as I was listening to you say that, I even got, like examples that you might have not said, but like that it inspired me to like think of something else. Mm-hmm. So I just encourage anybody that's listening to this to like listen back to all of her content pillars. And even if you're not in the same industry as Evie or I or Allie, like you can take the principles that she just said and apply it to your own business. Um, and I think that's the coolest thing about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Photographers, listen up.
1: Do you struggle with editing in Lightroom? Are you confused as heck about organizing catalogs, backing up your images? Culling takes you actual ages, and editing as a whole just leaves you feeling discouraged and frustrated and maybe bored, too. If that is you, consider us a Santa on Christmas morning because we have a completely free Lightroom challenge for you that walks you through everything we just mentioned, including a bunch of tricks and hacks that make editing in Lightroom a million times easier and faster.
0: The challenge includes five videos, roughly 30 to 50 minutes each of Evie and I tackling some of the trickiest topics on editing and teaching you exactly how we use Lightroom to edit drool worthy photos. We cover our favorite tools within Lightroom that will change your editing game. And we teach you how we import coal, Upload, backup, and catalog our photos in a way that is efficient, fast, and reliable. You don't want to miss this challenge, my friend. And if your editing needs a refresh and you just want to know how we edit our photos, this is the place to be. Sign up and join the challenge at theheartuniversity.com forward slash challenge. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash challenge, and we can't wait to see you there. Do you feel like every time you send an email to an inquiring client, there's crickets? You're never getting clients to respond back to you and you're just sitting there like, what the heck am I doing wrong? Well, my friend, we're about to solve your problem full free. Did you know that the most important part of the very first email you send an inquiry is your pricing guide? (gasps) Yeah, it's true.
1: (laughs) Yes, and your pricing guide should be an avalanche of professional excellence, details, problem solving, and information for your ideal client. They should walk away from that pricing guide asking, where the heck has this person been in my whole life? Now, if your pricing guide isn't leaving your clients in awe, then you need to change it. Now, we are about to help you do just that with our free guide, Seven Essentials to Include in Your Pricing Guide. If you are ready to level up and prove your value to your clients, you need this. Head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash guide dash freebie to snag it. TheHeartUniversity.com forward slash guide dash
0: freebie. Allie, I have another, or I have, I guess now a logistical question. Do you have any tips for creating engaging content that doesn't just literally take forever to create? So like more like when you're literally writing pen to paper or you're making a reel or something like that, where you, you kind of answered, like, obviously have a plan that it won't like feel like you're just spinning your wheels, but just any logistical tips for that? Yeah. So it. I want to
2: say creating content does take time, right? And I think so often it's like, how can I do this as quickly as possible? And it's, it's actually, it's a dangerous game um, because this is, that's like almost saying, um, how can I, it's like, you know, creating Starbucks, right? Like Starbucks is everywhere and that's awesome or McDonald's, but they were in a game of real estate. They weren't in a game of coffee or burgers anymore. So understand that like creating really awesome and that lost the integrity of the burgers and the coffee. Like, I'm sorry if you guys love Starbucks or, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. I will buy it for sure, but it's not the best. So understand that usually when you want to create the best content, it does take time, but you can do it in a way tactically, that doesn't suck your soul out because I'm sorry, but it does. And I know that more than anyone because I do it for a lot of people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were so many times where I would just like be home for Christmas and like dead on my couch. And my mom was like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't have any more personality because I I actually put it into 17 brands that I'm running. Right. Um, So what I learned is one, you need to have an ideation day. So yeah, Ellie, that sounds really awesome. But like, I'm scrambling and life is chaos. Allow yourself to have space to figure out where your business is going, what you want from your business, and how the heck you can communicate that. So when you have that why clear, when you have those content pillars clear, when all of that's clear, it's a lot easier to sit down on two different days a month. And I will just do it usually like morning morning coffee to lunch. Um, Give yourself two hours and i would do 45 minutes on 15 minutes exploring um and i want you to like think about like what you want to be communicating and creating and then you can kind of pull and create around that so an example would be if one month i'm trying to sell into a a mastermind that i'm putting on um and that mastermind is all around like soul and strategy then i know when i am on my two content days. Um, Leading up to that, that I will be creating content around like how to have like a boundary between you and your clients, how to have a creative boundary between yourself, your business and a a business you run, how to, um, you know, anything that might be like aiding into or adding value into something that I want to, you know, then offer. Um, and be able, once you have that, it's a lot easier to dig through and be like, Oh, I want to talk about this and this and this and this and this, and just write it down. So I actually have everything in notes. Um, and I'll go through and I just have a number. Like I know that I want to create 30 pieces of content. Um, and I want them to be, you know, from all four different content pillars, and I want them to be geared toward, again, soul and strategy, then talking about how to protect the soul, like how to guard your heart while working from it, how to do this, how to, you know, how to implement strategy into your like selling process, whatever it is, Um, you know what you're good at. So if you define your lane, it's really funny, but we doubt ourselves. Like, what will I talk about? You know exactly what I'm going to talk about. You just (laughs) need to know your lane. So when that, you know what you're doing, then give yourself like two, two hours, three hours, like I said, 45 minutes on of just writing it down five steps to this. Like, Hey, when you don't know, when you're overwhelmed with emails, what do you do? Oh, well, this is what I do. You know that cool. Write it down. Someone else doesn't know that. So Mm -hmm, thinking through that um, and having that day to write it down and then having another day where you shower and you put on makeup or not, if that's, you know, you don't have to do that, right? However you want to show up um, and you're going to feel most confident showing up. And that's the day you're going to be recording, creating. Um, I I really advocate for separation too, because obviously we're all like, we'll get the inspiration pings. That's such a real thing. Um, and you'll be like, ah, you know, driving <laughs> in your car, like, I need to create this real right now. Or, oh my gosh, that's a beautiful, like step one, two, and three for my educational post. I always will just record that and like put it in you know my voice memos or on a note and put that on a delegated day where I can organize it and then to have that recording day um you I can honestly you can create really quality beautiful content for a month within way less than six hours, but giving yourself that space takes the pressure off. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, schedule that in. This is when I'm like, you know, discovering and getting it all together. This is when I'm creating it. Um, And just having that and then keeping that promise to yourself. Integrity is, the backbone and the foundation of everything that you do as a businesswoman, And sometimes we have it and sometimes we don't because we're imperfect people. But being able to honor yourself by getting organized in the content that you're putting out there and prioritizing that is going to teach your clients how to trust you as an authority and yourself to trust yourself as an authority. Then filming it will teach yourself to trust yourself as as an authority. And those two really aid an impact that you feel psychologically when you put something in the world. And that takes mm. the, the pressure off the likes and the views and all of that. Um, and it's just, you know, the compound effort of tactically getting organized and creating and pushing it out and holding those promises that are really going to allow you to like get to the next level.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's
1: just such a good reminder, too, of like content can and does take time. But as you perfect your own routines with creating it, with brainstorming it, with your processes, like it doesn't have to be hard, even if it does take a little bit of time. But you can like put it into a batch day where you basically do two days a month and you have 30 days of content. Like so... I I love that reminder because it is such a balanced perspective of creating quality content does take a bit of time, but it doesn't have to be super hard. Like Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. figure out a way that it doesn't feel like you're pulling teeth when you're trying to like put out this quality content. So I love that perspective.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think this whole, this whole conversation just really puts it into perspective of like, if you're winging it, you might be doing okay, but you're, you're not thriving as much as you could. When you take that step back, really put it into perspective, kind of like what you said at the beginning of the episode, Allie, of just like understanding your why and your business plan and like, where, where are you going? Like if you're showing a picture or a reel of your dog, okay, that's good for connection. But like, what's the bigger purpose of it? Like, are you just doing it because somebody said, be personable on Instagram? Okay, well, that's, there's going to be a disconnect, like you said, because it's not connected to a bigger why. And I think just like taking that step back, really understanding that, doing the work beforehand. And then just like you said, like having, I like that you mentioned having a separate day for planning and like doing the brain work and then actually creating that content. I think that's really good because oftentimes I try to, I think I tried to like do it all at once. And then it's like, your brain is like focused on two different things. It's like, you no, know, you need to give your brain the space to actually like be creative and brainstorm and really get into that zone. And like, you could be in your sweatpants, Like, it doesn't matter what you look like. And then like have another day where you're actually creating it. I loved that tip too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's so, it's so helpful. And I, you know,
2: I want to actually say too, what's crazy is like, there are going to be times and seasons in your business and in your life where you don't want to create content. And like I, I literally it is my job. I do it for all my clients. For me, I neglected my personal account. I'm like on the end of neglecting it after about a year. Um, but I was craving, you know, integrity and growth in my actual business and needed to do that in order to show up otherwise. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I literally can't look at your business, look at your heart. If you have a huge block in creating content, then maybe we just need to unblock some other things. And I want to give you permission to know that that's okay, because sometimes mm-hmm. when you don't feel like an authority, you need to remind yourself and, and, you know, resolve areas so that you remember you are in, you know, that own living permission slip of yourself. That's the that's the tweet right there.
1: That's it. That's the tweet. (laughs)
2: That's
1: the tweet. Oh, so good. Okay. Well, Ali, really fast for anyone who's listening to this and is like, okay, I've gone through the four steps. I've created my content pillars. I'm working on assigning them to days. I'm working on batching them. I've got all of that. Now, when I'm creating content, how do I know what content to put where? Like there's so many options now on Instagram between, you know, feed posts and IGTVs and reels and now guides. And there's just stories like there's so many options or live videos. How do you go about deciding what goes where? Like, is there a process to that or any input you have there?
2: Yeah, I think it depends. I want you to look at where you're rich in your life and your business. Um, whatever, obviously, but if you are time rich in this time and you're really inspired and excited to learn how to steward guides, how to do reels, um, you know, you're really craving expansion and new followers and new exposure. Um, then the new, anything new rolled out for Instagram is really where you can put that, that time and effort. Um, if you are time poor, I don't want you to feel guilty that you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the times it's like we we do this thing where it's like it needs to be perfect or I'm not going to do it. And then the shutdown comes um, and perfectionism and procrastination. They're best friends. They work super hard, hard together and like they're liars, unfortunately. Yes. So understanding that like it, if you have that time and you can do that. I would recommend again, if you're craving expansion, if you want to, you know, move into like new places and, and grab new followers, then putting, you know, time and space into creating guides, reels, all of that, that's going to be really fruitful, um, on the other side, um, I, I do challenge you to figure out how much time you do have. If that means that you need to delegate out, you know, to a graphic designer, um, and, and just create lots of feed posts and, you know, picture, get pictures done or whatever your normal processes. And that's just what serves you right now. And you're able to consistently th- show up within that, do it. You don't have shame if you're not doing reels right now. Um, just understanding your priorities and your bandwidth is very important because this is a very like, slippery slope to never showing up. Um, So I would say prioritizing, you know, new features in at least four times a month. If you can get four reels out a month, once a week, good. That's amazing. That's a reach. Um, If you can do all reels and you're doing two a day, amazing. That takes optimization and time and resources and you can do it, but make sure that your business isn't backsliding when you do. Um, And that's obvious, but I want to speak that in. Um, Content is king, but business and an impact within your business. That's the real king. Um, and you can never beat that with content production. So then on the other side to understanding, as long as you're communicating a built together message, that's communicating those different types of content that you're putting out there. And it's telling a story. Um, and when they land on you, it does pour into them, you're going to be building loyal followers, you're going to be building a community and a base. And that's the overarching, you know, goal really for all of this. So if you are, you know, doing more of that, that that could be great for you. But just figure out what you can do if you're, It's so funny. So many people I coach, when we get to the content part of me like working with them for six months, they are like, okay, so you're probably gonna bring up reels and I just I don't know about it. And I'm like, honey, that's fine. I don't think anyone is like, Woohoo! Let's make some reels today, right? I mean, some people are. Um, and that's awesome. I know, and I know I love making reels too. So I can't fully say that right, but I also have in the back of my mind, I want to make reels all day and avoid all of my other responsibilities. That's not a yep. good option, Allie. <laughs> right? So understanding you know, what you have bandwidth for and what's going to tell a holistic picture mm-hmm. is going to be awesome. And if reels are not your calling right now, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're totally fine. Um, so I, I want you to have a holistic existence for your Instagram. And if that means lower engagement on some of the older features on Instagram that people land on and feel very held and taken care of, I think that's worth it. So tactically understanding what you're craving, what you can do and then implementing it. A great way to do that too, is figuring out one type of content pillar that is always gonna be reels. And then one type that will stay in guides. If you wanna do all your educational, like half of them posts and half guides, that's a really great way to move the needle in the right direction. Um, so figuring out how to not completely, you know, throw yourself off, but integrate the new things is a great middle ground between both of those two. You are
0: literally chicken noodle soup for my soul and my business. Gosh, <laughs> that's I'm the loving best this. I'm <laughs> so glad. Oh, man. Okay, well, you've just fire hose dump trucked a lot of (laughs) gold today. Um, And as we're kind of nearing the end of the conversation, I wanted to switch topics real fast because I know you've mentioned to both Evie and I before that your greatest blessing in business came from your biggest failure. So this is kind of a navigation away from the topic of social media or maybe not. I don't know your answer, but I would love to hear the story behind that and then any advice you'd give to the person listening from what you learned from, I guess, your biggest failure. Yeah, I would say I love, yeah,
2: I love this question and it's something that I always speak about when I am on a stage or a podcast because I want whoever is listening to this, if you've made it this far, to understand that like it's in imperfection that your excellence is often bred. Um, I started my business like like a bat out of hell straight up. Like I was so ready and I just grew so fast and I didn't know how to prioritize my needs and myself and how to steward what God had given me. And so I drowned very much. And I just, you know, things happen. You learn as you go. Um, and in that, I really what it was was I didn't know how to charge what I was worth. Um, but this ended up translating, you know, far beyond once I realized how to charge what I was worth um, in other areas of my business. Not being able to, I can tell anyone how to do content, but can I do it for myself? I can do, you know, teach anyone how to do that, but can I do it for myself? Um, often it's so much easier to lead someone else to water than actually take yourself there first. Um, and there's a reason on airplanes that people say, you know, like put the mask on yourself and then help the person next to you. Um, I that I remember hearing that when I was little and like being like, well, that is the most obscene thing I've ever heard in my entire life, you know. And that's just how you know I live my life. Um, But again, it was in my business almost failing because I couldn't prioritize my needs and what my heart needed and the areas that I needed to heal um, that I almost quit, you know. So understanding the areas that you are coming up against right now, they're a mirror. They are not. There to stop you, they're there to heal you, they're there to help you. Um, it was in that, that I got to understand that tendency and then become so much more whole in every element of my life. Um, your business, it can sting sometimes. And I just want you to know that's normal. And the reason it is that mirror is so you can look at yourself in a place of curiosity, not judgment And become better. And often, you know, if you do believe in God, um, if you have, you know, a practice of reflection or prayer or meditation, understanding what that could mean is very powerful because, again, where you stumble, therein lies your treasure. I would never be the fireball that I am, and I wouldn't have the content that I just took you through and those processes and that knowledge if I had quit but if I hadn't stumbled upon it first. So just understand wherever you are that there's purpose in it um, and that it's way bigger and way better and that the struggle, it, yeah, it can sting. And that's a super valid feeling, um, but it's going to serve a really big purpose when you allow it to. So if that's COVID, if that's you know not knowing how to ask for what you need, um, don't judge it. Just be curious and understand how step by step by step you can get better. Just like creating content, you know, creating a business, creating a life, it takes time. And there's a reason it was designed that way. So anyway, hopefully that helps someone somewhere. Cause I know me three years ago would have loved that advice.
1: Uh, Ready to cue the tears, wear the tissues, like (laughs) just love your heart, and love Mm -hmm. how you, like you said, you're a fireball, you know, so much, you have so much to offer. And yet also like one of my favorite things about you. And one of the things I love, like being friends with you is just the depth that you also go, like you can switch hats so fast and be like full on, like strategy and marketing and business. Let's go. And then like you flip past and you're like, so how's your heart today? And I'm like, Oh, freaking heck. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's so, it's so good. And I think that's so important as business owners that we cultivate and nurture both. And that we recognize that that foundation, like how we're doing, how we're taking care of ourselves, how our heart is doing, you know, what our purpose and our why is in our business, like all of that needs to be nurtured before the rest comes. And the rest will come way more easily and way more naturally when our foundation is solid. So
0: I want to, I want to be cheesy for a second, but it's, it's kind of the reason that we did not name our podcast Hustle and Heart. It in mm-hmm. fact is the opposite. It's heart and hustle. I just had to say that. Already. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, absolutely. That's so, mm-hmm. I mean, very true. And again, hustle everyone, you know, it was a thing and then it wasn't a thing. And there's this and there's that. And it's, you mm-hmm. can hustle your way right into hell. Like, yeah. you yep. really, it's very easy. So just, yeah. you know, grow at your own pace, create at your own pace. It's very, very beautiful and content and beyond.
1: Yeah, so good. Okay, Ali. for everyone who is as obsessed with you as Lindsay and I are, after listening to this episode, wants to live life with you, grow with you, learn with you, where can people connect with you and find you and be your friend?
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love friends. Please come play. Um, So I am on Instagram. It's right up your alley, A double L double E. Um, really, really love you guys. I like put a lot more time in my DMs than I'm willing to admit uh, because <laughs> I needed, I needed help. Like I said, and so know that you have a place in my community always. I'm so here to support you. Um, and then if you want like daily tips on social media um and how the heck to navigate it how to hire a social media manager anything like that you can go to malibu malibu.social so that's my instagram for um, my agency and so yeah those are the best places i put a lot of time i do a lot of what i just took you through for <laughs> you know myself and um yeah hopefully it will support you guys but like i said you're always welcome you can always email me it's all linked there but I I have loved this. So thanks for having me and definitely come find me if you want me.
0: Oh Oh my gosh. Well, we're obsessed with you. I (laughs) I know everybody that just listened to this episode is we love you, Ali. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with us. Of course. Love you. you guys.